a lot of what people experience because of the conditions and the environment that we grow up in. You can't grow up in this country without being influenced in some form or fashion by religion. Every person in this country has been touched by it. And matter of fact, that thing is all-encompassing. The whole world has been touched by it. Unless you maybe find somebody living in the middle of the Amazon or something that never even seen another human, that maybe they didn't get touched by it, but this thing has filled the whole earth, and it, it's touched people. Whether or not they have had a religious experience or whether they've been in the church, even myself, you know, people can say, well, I, I've never really been part of a church. It doesn't really matter. You've been touched by it and influenced by it. You can't watch TV or listen to a radio or anything like that. It's in everything. Yeah. And so what that does is it causes a person to resist the Word of God, the truth, the true gospel, because it's another way. And it's a way that makes provision for the flesh. Mm-hmm. In other words, we're talking about if you're going to let flesh in, then you've got to accept it all, embrace it all. Where do you draw the line? And I've heard people say this. Well, you know, most of those churches are not right, but ours is right. Mm-hmm. So what makes yours different, you know? <laughs> and, oh, by the way, everyone thinks that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what has to happen, even before a person can receive the kingdom of God, they have to go through a preparing of the soil. You know, the, the parable of the sower. Because the Word of God cannot come forth and bear fruit unless the soil's good. And so that, that religious doctrine, or the doctrine of the Antichrist, you can say that, it's the Antichrist doctrine, causes bad soil. And also the tearing down of absolutes and authority and stuff like that. So the children grow up without proper discipline. And I know there's exceptions to the rule. You know, that very few children have grown up in a household that was in order and there was godly authority established and they were dealt with from the kingdom of God standpoint. Now, if they did, then they would make an easy transition into the kingdom of God because it would be familiar to them. They would have good soil and when they would encounter the word, that word would have a place in their heart and it would just bring forth fruit. That's the way God actually designed this thing or has desired this thing to work, to operate. Yeah. But it, there's been a lot of opposition to that. So anyway, I said this recently, riding along with my wife. I asked her, I said, if you could go back and change anything, what would you change? And, and I know most people would say, you know, yeah, there's some things I would change. And I understand that. I'm not criticizing anybody if they say that. They're, they're not wrong by saying that. reason I asked that to her, because I had been considering that in myself, and I didn't say this to her, but my consideration was that I would not change a thing. Because everything that has happened up to that point has brought me to where I am right now. Whether it was preparing, plowing up, tearing up soil so that the, the soil would be good, so that the Word of God would have a place in me, See, I know this for sure. If the Word of God falls on good soil, it will produce good fruit. Absolutely. No exceptions. It does. The problem then is the soil's not been good. Really, if you think about it. Yeah. And the reason that the soil's not been good is because 
everything that has to do with to establish good soil has been attacked and removed and, and perverted and, and distorted. Yeah. And so people grow up, they have no balance in their life. They are given over to their senses because they've been stimulated so much. Children nowadays, they're just give, give, give. You know, and what that does is it establishes bad soil. Why would you encourage in a child, whether you're a grandparent or a parent or whatever, why would you allow and establish things that you know are detrimental to good soil and good character in a child, knowing that later on it's going to have to be dealt with or removed in some way? See, that, Severely, that, too. Yeah, well, see, that that's how you sacrifice children to demons is by giving them over to their self, to senses, rather than operate from a place of, of real authority and real proper discipline and, and proper guidance and input, not teaching spiritual things. In other words, Bible stuff. See, that doesn't do it. That actually Creates indoctrinates them in most cases yeah. because it's going to be viewed as what the world says Christianity is, which is a false religion. It's a form of godliness, not true godliness. Now, here's a thought. Milt Green uh, had a word from the Lord. I'd never been to one, but he had like three-day seminars. Could in three days, bad soil be changed to good soil? Three days? Yeah, in a three-day seminar. I don't think so. Not in this day and time, definitely <laughs> not. I don't know I mean, how things were back then. I wasn't born yet, but I'll tell you right yeah. now, I know it. I can tell you about me. <laughs> Well, when I was thinking about when you said that, that's the reason all this stuff that's coming at people 24-7, love yourself, do what you want, you be you, like all the hate towards what they call patriarchy and the toxic masculinity and tearing down all order of, of households. Cancel and, culture. Yeah, <laughs> everything that would be that? biblical truth or like standard, you know, Absolutes. good and, and yeah. right from... The start of history until now, all of that's being torn down. It's to create bad soil. So the people will not endure what it takes to come to prepare the soil so the word can be planted. It involves self-control. Self-control. Control of self. Dying to self. That's, that's an aspect of it. It's with much tribulation that we enter in. It's with much tribulation. There's so many trials and things to remove the junk that we've accepted and received so we can turn to the Lord with our whole heart and we can receive the word that's that's a long process and the more you've been in religion the more you've been in this stuff the longer it takes I mean it could take decades to get to a point where the soul is prepared and all the outward influence of the world is only getting worse and the ease of having everything you want at your fingertips yeah. instant gratification of everything you could possibly desire the kingdom of God is not like that it's not boom I got it it takes a long time, especially nowadays when everybody's so self-absorbed, mm -hmm. to get to the point where they can receive the word. The religious organization says you just have to have one experience. Mm -hmm. One time you heard a guy speak and you received it, said the magic phrase and walked the aisle and did the thing and now you've got it. Don't question that. It's not about one time. The Lord does things. You know, he'll give dreams, visions, experiences, all these things to people that are seeking so they'll keep seeking, so they'll keep coming, so they'll know that he is God and his arms are outstretched. 
that's not the new birth. That's not a, a, a place of arrival. That's just him saying, yes, I'm real. Keep coming. And the promise of God is seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. But who's seeking? Everybody thinks they've already got them. What a deception. I mean, what a great, great deception. And it exists worldwide. Everybody thinks they've already got him. Yeah. Unless you're just out in the world and don't care nothing about it and just... Mm -hmm. But even those, I, I, I've never been a part of any religious thing. Mm -hmm. And I struggled with that. I had a powerful experience with the Lord. And I thought, from hearing things that people say, I thought, okay, now I'm, I'm there. I've got it. And I had to go through a lot of trial and struggle and yeah. just come to a place, well, look at my life. Look what's going on here. And anxiety and fear and all this stuff just overtaking me. And that's the mercy of God to realize that my life is not right before. My conscience is not clean. I don't know, but yeah. but I want to. But I got to let go of all that other stuff first. The struggle I went through for a long time and not even been, been part of something. And I feel for these people that have been part of stuff for years and decades and received 10 times, 100 times more junk than I did. It's a high place to fall from. And it's only getting worse. High place to fall from. That's good. Everybody's got to come the same way. You got to give up everything. Yeah. Some just got a whole lot more to give up. Yeah. It's not boom, you got it. It's a it's a lot of tribulation and trial and struggle to get rid of all that junk, and it's not going to be sunshine and rainbows. And a lot of that is just to get us to a place where we can receive the word to establish the kingdom of God in our heart in good soil, so that we can bear the fruit of that kingdom. See, this has been a big deception. People think that they've already got that. But if they'll look at the fruit, they see that something else is happening. That it may not be like they have thought it was. And the reality of it is, is all that they have been experiencing is the Lord dealing with them and trying to deal with them from the standpoint of preparing the heart and the soil so that they can receive the kingdom of God and then can go and become a child of God and not a child of the world, and become a new creation and begin to receive the Word and receive the Holy Spirit in them to begin to transform, discipline, change them into something that they were not, and yeah. that kind of thing. This is one of the reasons why uh, that we've not really seen a lot of fruit of the kingdom, because people have perceived that they have already arrived or have obtained when they haven't. All they have been doing is, at best, wandering in the wilderness in some regards. Yep. Um, here's an example of something. It's a natural thing. And it's a parallel to spiritual things. Most people today are unhealthy physically because of their diet. They live to eat and not eat to live. Yep. So it's all based on senses, sensuality, appetite, and that kind of thing. And so... Their system, their natural, the system that God has designed and provided to absorb nutrition from food so that you can be healthy, doesn't work. They eat things, you know, most is not nutritious, but if they eat something that's got nutritious value in it, their body is so bogged down and sludged up, it can't even receive the nutrition in it. So they're in a process of dying, basically, because they're malnutrition. And so what happens is if a person realizes that's the condition that their body is in, through conviction, in other words, they believe, they come to a place where they say, if I keep on like this, I'm going to die. And I'm going to die sooner than I want to. 
<laughs> no, so they begin to look for answers. And so they, if they come across some information, some things, it kind of show them some things. And so what they do is they begin to make changes. They begin to change their life, their direction. And the first thing that they'll experience when they do that is their body is going to go through a detox, which is sometimes severe. It's suffering. Depending on how toxic they are because of their lifestyle, it could be very, very severe. It could be lengthy even. But what it is, is it's your body removing all of that stuff that keeps it from being able to be nourished and get its nutrition from food. It begins to remove all that stuff just to get you to the place that you could begin to receive some nutrition so that you can actually begin to get healthier. And that's a process too. But see, that doesn't even start until first you realize, if I keep going like this, I ain't going to make it. (laughs) So, But anyway, that's a, a natural picture. And so there's a parallel there. And it's because of self is really the root of it. Um, you know, I got thinking about uh, like the Milk Green seminars and stuff like that. There was a way that I perceived that at one time, you know, because I was told that he was a John the Baptist ministry and that uh, caused people to turn to the Lord with the whole heart and prepared their heart to be able to receive the kingdom of God. And I don't say that that's not true, but I've come to realize that preparing the heart to receive the word in most cases is much lengthier than that. See, I was just talking about this physical condition of a person being sick and dying and maybe even doesn't know it. And their body is dysfunctional and it's a downhill slide. And then they come to a place where they realize where they're at. Now, see, that's what happens in that kind of word that Milt was sharing. It shows them that they need to change. And so that starts the process right there. That in itself is not the end of it. It's just the beginning of it. But it's a lengthy process. All that stuff still has to be dealt with. And it's a process of removing and and detoxing and, and that kind of thing. Just so that you can receive the stuff so that you can live. See, the, these things that we perceive and receive that are wrong, you know, that we perceive it a particular way, and it may not be the right way, what they do, those things actually create strongholds in us. See, we're not supposed to have strongholds. We're not supposed to have any strongholds. Because a stronghold, what a stronghold does is it pulls you out of the way. That's what they do. So what the Lord is doing and desiring to do is He's wanting to deliver His people and bring them into a a good place, their own land, so that they can possess the land and they can overcome. See, there's no strongholds in that place. No sin in that place. This is the reason Jesus came, was to deliver us from these things. See, you can get into this mindset that we're always struggling and always trying to you know and always and that can be the perpetual thing and you never really overcome see we do overcome yeah now we understand that the sin principle is in our members but see we are delivered from that when we are born again in other words our heart is circumcised separated from it 
our affections, desires, our attention, everything. We are separated from that, but it remains in our members. And so that's why they're suffering, particularly on the front end, until we begin to gain some strength, inner strength, and begin to rule and reign in regards to these things. In other words, uh, the inner man begins to... Gain ascendancy. Yeah, and the, and the mind and, and the body and that kind of thing. So that the sin principle that is in our members is rendered ineffective, powerless, in a sense. See, there's no understanding of that. I've never heard anybody share understanding of that, uh, of that kind of thing. See, this is what Jesus came to do. This is what he did. When he came, that's what he did. The Lord is bringing us to a good place. He's given us understanding. He is illuminating the way before us so that we can walk in it. And he's, he's going to help us to possess the land so that we can be a, a living testimony of his essence in the earth. That's what the Lord is doing and is about. And our part is just to believe just to receive what he's saying, keep our heart, our focus, our eye single. There's a lot of distractions these days, lots of stuff. Even things that have the appearance of wisdom, in other words, activity, religious activity. There's no shortage of things, ministry, and people just gathering up, trying to petition God, get God to do some things, revival. Revival's a big push. Everybody's clamoring, appealing, crying out for revival. See, they don't understand revival is a result of repentance. There's no true revival outside of repentance. Repentance is what restores us back to God. And so if people are are seeking revival, they need to repent so that God can restore them, you know, that they can turn and begin to be healed and, and begin to know him. They're looking to interact with the Holy Spirit to bless their flesh. Yeah. But they're not looking to partake of his character and nature in them. Yeah. Because that would mean they'd have to die to everything else. Yeah, because he's not going to inhabit a temple of idols, uh, something that's uh, a mix. See, what the religious system that we see today, all-encompassing of the whole earth, says that you can have it both ways. You can, by activity, be pleasing to God, by doing stuff. Sacrificial things, activity, ministry, and never, never, ever know Him. Never, ever come to know Him. 